Phoenix. It's first things first on today's show. Nick claims the Chiefs are on the verge of a dynasty. Andy Reid disagrees. Who's right? We discuss. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl MVP favorite, Michael Vick here to tell us what needs to happen for that to happen. And finally, oh, it's your weekly dose of motivation live from Arizona. It's the one and only Bud List. Again, we are live from Phoenix, Arizona, alongside Nick Wright. I'm Kevin Wilds. This is Chris Broussard. And this is 10,000 wonderful First Things First fans. KD in Arizona. Durant is here. We are here. Picks headed to Brooklyn. First round picks are as follows. 2023 pick, 2025 pick, 2027 pick, 2029 pick. That player currently in middle school and a 2028 <laughs> pick swap. Here are the updated title odds, Broussard. The mighty Boston Celtics, the mighty Milwaukee Bucks, and then with the third best odds to win it all, the Phoenix Suns. Brew, are you buying that the Suns are now the team to beat? Certainly in the West. They are absolutely the team to beat in the West, and, and I think they'll have a great chance to win the championship. Uh, I, I'm actually surprised they're behind both Milwaukee and Boston, but they are stacked, and I'm going to say this. Okay. If they don't at least win the West, okay. if they're healthy, yep. this is the biggest failure of Kevin Durant's career. Oh, come on. I'm More serious. than the one that just he happened? Had a failure no, that, what, what do you mean? Those were injuries. I'm oh, talking about, I'm talking about on the basketball court. I'm talking about all that is Kyrie's off-the-court stuff, the anti-vax stuff, him, Durant himself being hurt, James Harden won the trade. I'm talking about on the court. Oklahoma City, they had some injuries, and they had to run up against Tim Duncan a lot with San Antonio, and then Golden State. All right, Brooklyn, like Golden State, the year they didn't win it, he was injured. Yep. Brooklyn, it was all types of stuff out of his control sure. that really stopped it. They only played 16 games together with Harden, Durant, sure. and Kyrie. This, assuming they're healthy, you got size with DeAndre Ayton. You got, everything you got another great player with Devin Booker. You got one of the best point guards of all time who wants to distribute. And who wants to lead. Yes. Which Kevin Durant doesn't Absolutely. want to do. Wants right. to hit buckets and Chris Just Paul like Golden State, he could step in yep. and Steph will lead and Draymond will lead. 100%. Chris Paul will lead. And the depth, they took a little hit on the depth, but they still have some depth. And defensively, without all, with all their injuries, they still are a top 10 defensive team this year. And Durant, I think, will help them be even better. So, they should win the West if they're well, healthy. I don't know if they'll get better defensively because Mikhail Bridges is probably their best defender on the way out. But this is a no-brainer trade for Phoenix, right? And I agree with what you're saying. If you're building out the team, you have two of the best scorers in basketball on the wing in Booker and Durant. You have Chris Paul who doesn't, want it, doesn't need to shoot the ball and can do all the stuff that is a part of winning basketball that has nothing to do with playing basketball, the team leadership stuff. He can do all that that Durant doesn't want to do. And Aiton can roll to the basket and rebound and all that. But Brew already got us to what makes this the mo so interesting. Kevin Durant was on after Kyrie asked out for this year, if he wanted to be on it, a legacy free roll where it, whatever they did, he was going to get credit for, and whatever they didn't do, people were like, well, what do you expect? Kevin Durant even told us, why, why do you expect us to win? It's Kevin Durant and Cam Thomas. Well, all of a sudden, it's quite good, but doesn't matter. Now, he is in a spot where I think he has more pressure on him than at any moment since OKC was up 3-1 on the Warriors. More pressure where if this team doesn't make the finals, and listen, I've been taught the last 15 years making the finals and losing is the worst thing you can do in the NBA. If they don't win the championship, folks are going to come for him. And it is interesting. Bill Barnwell, great football writer, pointed this out. He's not wrong. Kevin Durant. The last time he was on a team without a future Hall of Famer was his rookie year in Seattle. It's the only time. He lasted three days on the Nets. Well, at post Kyrie trade, was like, "Get me out of here! I got to go somewhere where they've got a bunch of other, a bunch of other talent around me." And so I do think it makes a lot of sense. The injury stuff. Some injuries are fluke. KD's Achilles injury out of nowhere. Either the calf injury that preceded it was. Who could have seen that coming? If this Suns team gets hurt, however, Wilds, 
Booker's the youngest for supposed to be healthiest. He already's missed a month. CP3 injuries have defined this stage of his career. And then Durant has been hurt every year post Achilles to some degree. So if they if they do suffer some type of injury, you can't say we never saw this coming. True. But on paper, it's a no-brainer for the Suns. Bruce, no can I show you some statistics of where the Suns are right now? Points, they're 21st. They're going to get better. Rebounds, Kevin Durant, sneaky good rebounder, going to get better. The defense going to get better. Field goal percentage, going to get better. Three points, going to get better. So I think offensively, they get better. Defensively, they get better. They stay healthy. They should make a run. You are still locked in on your Warriors. You can abandon them now since we are in Phoenix. I checked the bylaws of the show. <laughs> if you are doing a remote show somewhere, you are allowed to become a fan he of that show. is Mr. Inconsistency. I, I am an analyst, first of course. Of course. course. No right. one's doubting they, that. These like to come up and make hot takes to get the crowd oh, all yeah, wild. I'm about uh-huh. analysis. analysis. And look, if Phoenix is healthy, they're better than Golden State. There we go. They are. Now, if Golden State gets to back to what it was last year, then sure, they got a great shot, and that would be a heck of a series. But they haven't shown us that yet, okay? So I don't know if they'll get back. And Steph is out right now. So if they – if fail on the Warriors. No, I'm not. That was just analysis. No, listen. We'll see. Let me knows. see how they play the a little bit. Wilds, what, are they, what, what are they called? Mr. Consistency. Exactly. Everybody knows that. And that's Mr. They, Inconsistency. This is they. That's why this the is show works. That's the only one. So you can I'm not play. So you, you – I mean, by the way, I mean, we're going to talk about the Nets a in a moment. We're, we're an no, hour, we're, I'm just telling you. It, we, 16 hours no, 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 the you, trade. No, no, you had to make a pick, a pick before the season, but now you're going to change it and wiggle out of it. It doesn't matter. Here's the last point on the Suns part of it from Durant's perspective. Yep. This is an odd basketball reference page, an odd career for Kevin Durant if they don't win this year in Phoenix. This is the, – the, there is no, like, storyline of this guy's career other than he's awesome. He's in OKC, they, they have a big three, then they don't. They're competing for championships. Then he dips to the team that beats them. They're awesome there, but he's this hired gun. Yep. He then tries to build his own thing in Brooklyn. And now we're age 30 to age 34. And the guys won one playoff series. Kobe won two titles in that stretch. Of course, a lot of it's injury and a lot of it's circumstances. A lot of it is he teamed up with the wrong guy. I get all of that. A lot of it is Giannis was better than him in that seven-game series. But it is just a weird story arc for one of the 15 greatest players we've ever seen. He did seen. get a podcast and a pickleball team out of Brooklyn. That is true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets experiment is now officially over. Here's Kyrie, who made his debut with the Mavs yesterday. Uh, where he says, this has actually been in the works for years. <laughs> That's what he said. Take a listen. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> this was in the works like after year one. I was unsure about whether or not I wanted to be in Brooklyn long term again because of things that was happening behind the scenes. I, I just um, did my best to put my head down and uh, work as hard as I could. Love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, I, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. Now, I'll be honest with you. I could have sworn I heard Kyrie <laughs> say he was committed to the Nets at yeah. some point in these last few years, but I may have been wrong. It's been in the works for years. What was your reaction? All right, we... We probably should have started the show with this. Okay. We, and I apologize. It's kind of awkward as we have a whole audience here. But can we have a moment of silence? Oh, yeah. I don't know if we can kill the lights. <laughs> hey, guys, guys, this is nothing funny. Bruce's beloved Nets, gone before we even knew you. Let's pour one out for him. Come on. I mean, I mean, the, the next year Nets are now the next decade Nets. Uh, now that, man, that, was, that, that seventh grader to be named later you were talking about, man. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. No, 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 no. Catching heat. Yes, yes. You pick them every single year. Through no fault of my own, they have disbanded. How am I to blame Who could have seen it coming? Anybody. I'm now okay. All right. I'm so here is the here is the kind of meta story of this whole thing. We all know it's the Zach Lowe, and he's correct, called it the most embe- or the most disappointing big three if there ever was a big three. Yep. But you know, supposed super team we've ever seen. We knew that, and now they're in the exact spot they were in after Prokhorov demanded they try to go for it. Sai had them go for it, and they're just ruined. And the only person more ruined than them is me and my four-season ticket center court. Now, those things are useless <laughs> now, except to watch Cam Thomas cook. Here is the part, Wilds, 
that I can't figure out. Yeah. And I've had a line on this team, and I can't figure this part out. They trade Kyrie. They turn down what would be the we're rebuilding, give us draft picks, we're tearing it all down trade that they could have gotten from the Lakers or elsewhere to get two players that are not great players but could be contributors for a playoff run because they run run role. They have specific roles. So it's like, oh, they did that because they want to compete with Durant. And then they trade Durant three days later. And so Dorian Finney-Smith is no use for a 25-win team. He's super useful for a playoff team. Spencer Dinwiddie, it doesn't make sense. There is no logical path to how this team is run. Uh, Pessimist. Oh, oh uh, what do you that. mean? Well, I, I believe in Sean Marks, bro. No. Are you serious? Well, oh, look, oh. I fancy myself a bit of an ideas man. Yeah. And if you don't have one great idea, you need to have a lot of ideas. So Sean Marks came in under the Prokhorov era, and he said, you know what, came from the Spurs, and said, you know what, we're going to build just like the Spurs. Quality players that fit, committed to winning. Then he's like, boom, new idea. (laughs) New idea. (laughs) Two superstars. Two superstars. Let's get rid of the quality guys that we had. Two superstars. Then he's like, okay, okay, okay. We got the right coach, Kenny Atkinson. Boom. Wrong idea. New idea. New coach. It's going to be interim coach Jacques Vaughn. Nope. New idea. Steve Nash is going to be our coach. And instead of two superstars, we're going to have three Three. superstars. No. Time out, everybody. (laughs) New idea. New idea. New idea. Just stay with me. Stay with me. Harden, gone. Ben Simmons in. He's going to help us make a playoff run. Time out. Time out. He actually has a, needs a back surgery. He needs a back surgery. Kyrie and Katie want to be traded. We're not trading you. Now that I think about it, we will trade you. We will trade you. But we're going to stick with Steve Nash. We've got to get Steve Nash out. Get Jacques Vaughn back in. Get yeah. Katie. Get, get Dorian Smith. And we're, now we're going to rebuild. And like I was originally saying, we're going to be the Spurs. <laughs> we are, we're going to be the Spurs. I mean, here's they the thing. You know what? They are the Spurs of 2021. Of this year. Right. Not the old Spurs of Tim Duncan. I, look, there was no plan, as you said. It just bouncing all over the place. And you mentioned Sean Marks. And the only guy who should be left standing, Nick, when they start the season next year, and I'm not talking about the players, yeah. is Jacques Vaughn. The rest of the front office, Sean Marks, I'm sorry, you had seven Jacques years. Vaughn is good. These jobs are not a privilege. You have to earn your keep oh, in these jobs. It's on a rebuild. You can't get rid of him on a rebuild. He got there in 2016, <laughs> 2017, whatever it was. So 100% and, right. And, yeah, so get, keep Jacques Vaughn. He yeah. deserves, he's done a great job right. this year. He deserves to be the coach. And, Nick, I, I, I'm with you because clearly the Kyrie trade was like, oh, we're going to win now. And then the Durant trade is like we're doing it for the future. But they did get some decent pieces. You would have to admit that. In Bridges. Which? can play, oh, but, Cam on, Johnson can no, play. Wait a second. Cam Thomas is averaging 40. Well, they already have Cam Thomas, but real games. quick, on the so draft piece young of players. I, think, I know quick. we do, just very quickly. I think they got the worst possible deal they could have gotten for Durant. Are they, you didn't, t- they, didn't they didn't put it out on the market. It it didn't say, right, this is, listen, that was Wilde's very nice and, and very funny and very well done way of saying Sean Marks has no idea what he's doing. Well, I didn't say they that. Didn't get a, they didn't get a single blue chipper. And they didn't get a single draft pick you expect to produce a blue chipper. How do you not shop this? You're telling me they couldn't have gotten Brandon Ingram, who's better than Bridges, and the Lakers picks from New Orleans, which are better than these Suns picks? You, they couldn't do that? You couldn't. It, it is unfathomable that you trade Kevin Durant with years left on his deal, and the best pick you got is a Suns future first, and the best player you got is Mikael Bridges. Well, you Can't trade all three of the guys, Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, and they didn't get a star. In no, you traded, and, and one of them you traded for Ben Simmons. That's why there's got to be a new GM. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lakers, Russell Westbrook experiment. Oh, and other trades. Now done. Let's go. Uh, Russ is on the Jazz for the time being. We'll see how long that lasts. And in other Lakers news, and I'm upset about this one. Let's go. Patrick Beverly. Out of here! I'm doing the read. Out of here! I'm doing the read. No Bamba time. Patrick Beverly. Out of here! I told you. The moment it happened, I said he had to go. Hey, can we? I understand you guys can't do it too long, but can we get a round of applause for late GM LeBron James? Oh Oh, yeah! Look at this! Look at this! Oh yeah, exactly. Hold on. You're not not gonna give. No. You're not giving Rob Palinka any 
credit? Well, no, because he got no blame. Remember, the rough trade wasn't him. The well, rough trade his, was. Or, no, 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 no. Okay, so I just want to make it sure I understand. Yeah. The good moves the Lakers make no. are the GM. The bad moves are LeBron. It's so we, fascinating we how that works. LeBron it's so amazing. Westbrook. LeBron made them do these things, except for the things they wouldn't do that would have been good, like hire Ty Lue. Those were the, those they li- didn't listen to him on. But Russ, he made him do. He walked in with a ski mask and a gun. Made him made him trade for Russ. But now he's gone. That's Rob Belinka. Give me a break. Well, let More me say this, you're clearly now they excited got about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, so they got some shooting. This looked a lot better until Phoenix got Durant. All right, before Back. the Phoenix trade, you're thinking, okay, it's a nice trade for the Lakers, yeah. makes them a little better. And you know what? If they're healthy and AD plays like he can, they got a puncher's AD? chance in the West. A- you show the video and the now last they time don't even have AD? a puncher's chance because Phoenix is head and shoulders. Oh, my God. Bro, can I show you this video of AD that we still don't know about? We have had so much talk about Kevin Durant moving and the great Patrick Beverly moving. We still have not heard an explanation of why AD was so upset. So you think this team is all of a sudden just going to coalesce and be championship material? Yeah, I think once AD, I don't know if AD thought, man, I might get moved. We talked about this yesterday. He heard a rumor or whatever. Yeah, once he, he knows he's on the Here's team. It. And I'm not saying they're going to win. Don't worry. I'm just saying they'll oh, good. better. I'm not. They listen, got better. But I, Phoenix is better. Much like the Lakers, you know, for the most of the last decade, I'm not that worried about championships. Here's what I'm worried about. Can you go 16 and 11, which will get you to 500, and I think make the play-in? Uh, Be the eight seed, knock Jokic out of the playoffs, and just keep the Nick Wright hot streak going. <laughs> That's what I'm focused on here. Also, by the way, yeah. they added shooting and Beasley. I don't love D'Angelo Russell, but he can shoot. Shooting and Bamba, you got rid of the two most toxic parts of your team in Russ, who just was never going to work, and he got upset, and Beverly, who it doesn't work anywhere. And sneaky important... Jared Vanderbilt, can whom, yeah, who I don't know how much you guys know, but you know how I like the old Rivals profile page. I watched Jared Vanderbilt oh, in high gosh. school. Number one player in the state of Texas. Well, Only 23 goodness. years old. Five star. They remade the whole team. Oh, okay. they, they, their spacing is much better okay. defensively. Vanderbilt's a good defender. If they get to 500, I'm just saying. Get to 500. Like, you've lowered your standards. We're talking about the Lakers getting to 500. We're talking about LeBron getting in that MVP Okay, going to lose by 10 to the Giannis tonight. Coming up after the break, we are talking about the Chiefs dynasty. Oh, who are we? Well, yeah, well, the Chiefs fans love it. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Oh, welcome back to beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, home of the Super Bowl. We are here with Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth, who had a little bit of a run of a dynasty. Oh, it's Mark Schlereth, And guess what? And one more time. It's Dusty over there, Well, a lot of Super Bowl rings. Dusty, good researcher. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to focus on the Chiefs dynasty. And if it is a dynasty, is it not? Certain media members, certain committees. 
are calling the Chiefs not a dynasty in the making, a full-on dynasty already. Andy Reid disagrees. Take a listen. Can you call yourself a dynasty? Well, I don't know about that. I, um, I'm not really into all that. I'll let you guys, you guys deal with that. I, um, you know, it's important in our world that as coaches and players that you try to get better every, every day and that uh, you're only as good as your last game. Okay, Nick. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a neutral answer. Would a win on Sunday solidify the Chiefs as a dynasty? Obviously. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Can, hold on. Why do you have to? There are certain things that without seeing it, you know it. Yeah. What's the old uh, philosophical question? If you look out the window and you see there's raindrops everywhere and the ground's wet, without looking up in the sky, do you know it's raining? Yeah, of course, because you know it, even if you're not actually seeing it. Gotcha. So do the Chiefs check every box of a dynasty? Do they have arguably the best coach in football, future Hall of Famer? Sure. Do they have inarguably the best quarterback in football, future Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Do they have another all-time great at a skill position? Yep, they do. Do they have actually an underrated all-time, not all-time, an underrated great defensive player? Sure. Have they been the team of the league for at least a half decade? Let me check. Yes, they have. Have they had a single down year? Nope. What's their best year? Winning their Super Bowl. What's their worst year? Losing in the conference championship game in overtime. That's the worst they've had. Obviously, they're a dynasty. Everyone knows they're a dynasty. And to act like if they win Sunday, it's in question, you're, you, you, I say this respectfully. I did. You'd be embarrassing yourself. I, like, I, I'm you know, just tossing the question no, yeah, up. But you, but you're, there's, Brew, you agree if they win Sunday, they're a dynasty. No. Okay. I'm a cheat. I love Mahomes. Oh, you oh, know yeah. this, but you have lowered the bar so much on what a dynasty is that I just almost tripped on it. All right, there is no way they have, did not they have it. Thank you, by the way. That was not that funny. It was hilarious, and you know it. They haven't won two straight, right? And you, you keep bringing up conference championships. You know who brings up conference championships? Teams that don't win the Super Bowl. That's all they care. I'm sorry, nobody. Were, were the Steelers in the early 2000s with Ben Roethlisberger a dynasty? No. Because they won two in four years, which is what the Chiefs will do if they win Sunday. No. Now, I'm with you. They, the Chiefs are a, a mini dynasty if they a win on Sunday. A mini dynasty. dynasty. And they will be en route Travel to a dynasty. dynasty. I believe that. But to call them a full-fledged dynasty, no. All the other dynasty teams won three or four Super Bowls. So, no, not yet. They'll get there, but you're getting out ahead of yourself. Yeah, I would agree. Like, it's this is – I am right on the fence. Like, Just calling the Kansas side. City Chiefs a dynasty would, like, for me as a Bronco – be a little bit like eating a turd sandwich. So I don't, I don't want to do that. But let me just tell you, it's not good. Just trust me. I don't even care. I don't care how you doctor it up. It's awful. Um, let me just tell you, what they have done has been remarkable. And if they win a championship, they are well on their way to being dynastic. Here's what I would argue with you, though, in this. If they lose another championship, they're in they're – in, they're in trouble of becoming the, the dynasty that never was. Mm. Like, think about the Green Whoa. Bay Packers. 30 years, they've had a first yeah. ballot Hall of Famer playing quarterback, yeah. and they've won one with each one of those and guys. And in those 30 years, they've been to as many Super Bowls as the Chiefs have in five years with Mahomes. And so it, 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 it scratches my brain a bit that if they lose, they've squandered a dynasty. But if they win, they are not a dynasty. That doesn't quite make sense to me. And because I care about sustained excellence, I believe these five years are a more impressive, if they win Sunday, are a more impressive first five years than Brady's with New England. Hold on, hold on. So, he won three Super Bowls. I understand. And he, in the other two years, got blown out in round oh, two gosh. and missed the playoffs. So are we, so I'm just curious. We no, don't no, no. care about silver medals no. or bronze medals so, of the uh, AFC Championship. In, five, in a five-year period, would you rather have three Super Bowls or two? What are we talking well, about? Well, I actually think, I actually think it is more nuanced than that. Would you, so let me ask it, let me ask it this way. Okay. Over the last four years, are the Chiefs and let's pick a team out of a hat, the Tampa Bay Bucks, 
who beat them in a Super Bowl. Have they had the same success in your opinion? No. Why? They each have one Super Bowl. What are we talking about? Of course they are. No, no, no. It's, all, it's only Super Bowls. That's all it is. And the Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks, they are the exact same success in the last five years. Dynasty, no, though. No. If you want to call the Chiefs an AFC dynasty, have at it. No. But an NFL dynasty just yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Not till but, Sunday at around 10 p.m. Eastern. Let me ask you. If the Bills, <laughs> if the Bills during their, four, their run, if they just win one championship. No, if they you, win two. If they win two and two. go to four, that's a dynasty, of course. Of course. Can I show you, Brew, can I show With you With no down years. Yeah. This is a little bit of a projection, but the odds are out for next year's Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Guess, guess who who's is. the favorite? Uh, it's the Kansas of City course. Chiefs again. Fine, right. So this, this I, I hasn't even it. happened yet. Well, yeah. there is that script. Uh, this hasn't even happened yet. But uh, does this sway your... No! Okay. A dynasty is about winning. I mean, I, look, I'm with you. They've been the best team in the NFL, if you, if you want to say that, over the last four years. They're certainly the best team in the AFC. And I believe they will become a dynasty. Yeah, but I'm it, no, They okay, will become so me, a dynasty years down the line. What are, what are the NFL franchises that we consider dynasty? See, so I, like, that's a well, great the, question. Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Yeah. You don't think the Dolphins in the, in the 70s? You don't think the Dolphins in the 70s? They only no. won two. They went to three straight. They were dominant for a five-year stretch. That's not a dynasty? Mini dynasty. Mini dynasty. What is this mini dynasty? When you think off the top of your head, Dynasties, you think of the 70s I, Steelers, right? I, well, okay, I you would, think of the Cowboys in the 90s that won three and four years. The Niners in the 80s. The Niners in the 80s. Well, then this the Chiefs. And then the two Brady dynasties. Hold on, the, the, the Niners in the 80s, if they're, if they're a dynasty, then the Chiefs obviously have to be if they win one. You know, the Niners in the 80s missed the playoffs. They won four. Guys, we can't, fast, right, we can't fast forward to nine years. We right, can't. So let's wait. No, oh. Nobody was calling him a dynasty after the first two oh, Super Bowls. I don't know. Read the Were San Jose Mercury News. When you guys won the back in the late 90s? No, I mean. Maybe we, a mini we, dynasty. We won back to back. We won, we won more games in three year period. I think the New England Patriots have tied that, but we are still, I think, the number one as far as the number of games won in three years and back to back championships and still not considered I'm a ready, dynasty. I'm ready to make go. a call. Okay. Dynasty. Trophy and a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Perfect Ten, February 11th on Fox. Ah, we're moving on to. Told you the Mavs were going to win that, bro. That's a good Luka didn't have as big of a game. Mahomes' ankle <laughs> getting better by the day. Oh, no. Here's the latest update from the man himself. Take a listen. Yeah, I don't think you'll know exactly until you get to game day. Um, I'm definitely in a better spot. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely can move around better than I, I was moving last week or two weeks ago. And so uh, it's just trying to continue to get the treatment and the rehab um, and get to as close as I can to 100% and then uh, rely on some adrenaline to let me do a little bit extra when I'm on the field. So it's going to be, it's gonna be uh, definitely better, more mobile, uh, be able to move around a little bit uh, better for sure, and then we'll see on game day how close to 100% I can be. comes down. Get ready. Back. It's the one and only Michael Vick, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Nick, are you expecting Mahomes to be himself? By himself, I just want to make sure we're all talking about the same thing. The best quarterback we've ever seen. Well, yeah, that's, that's what we're expecting. Creative liberty there. Yeah, that's sure. what I expect. Yeah. It's actually exactly what I expect. I think that so there is Mahomes. We can show it to you real quick. Like, is he going to be regular season Mahomes? So regular season Mahomes, I think we show it to you. It's the best in every category there is. Like, okay, well, it is the playoffs. So if he's not going to be regular season Mahomes, is he going to be playoff Mahomes? It looks very different. Oh, no, it's still the best in everything we've ever seen. Uh, so we've talked about this at length, Mike. 
I respect the Eagles' pass rush. I don't necessarily respect the Eagles' overall defense as much as the rest of the media in this, in this light. Good quarterbacks have lit them up. They haven't played many of them, but Goff put 35 on them. Dak put 40, 33 on them or 40 on them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers put 33-plus on them. The one good quarterback who they shut down was Trevor, and he turned the ball over five times in that monsoon. They almost, monsoon. I mean, it flooded out the Jacksonville area. I, I watched the game. Uh, so I just don't know, Mike, if this Eagles defense – is ready for the test Mahomes is going to present to him. And I think Mahomes is going to look healthy, and I think he's going to look brilliant. Well, one, any defense, and you're talking about two of the better defenses in the National Football League, you're allowed to have a game or two off. Sure. And so, you know, Dak had a good game against the Eagles defense, and sometimes you need to have those games and have them flaws exposed so you can know how to turn it around, you know, a couple weeks later if it's playoffs or what have you. You know, they're always going to bring pressure. They're going to get pressure with their front four. That's what they do. That's what they lean on. And even with the Philadelphia Eagles, you look at this, this, the second level, linebackers, you know, you know a couple guys in the second, they're obviously Slay and Bradbury, but they get it done up front. Everybody else is just the beneficiary. I think what has to happen is, you know, Patrick's going to get the pressure. He's going to have to move. He's going to have to be a little mobile than what he did against Cincinnati. And I think it's possible because he's healing each and every day. He's getting better each and every day. When you have an ankle injury and you play with it, you know, two or three weeks later, as you go on, you, get, you continue to get stronger. Your ankle continues to get stronger. So I had that happen to me in college my first year. And as the weeks went on, I just got better and better, stronger and stronger. So I think Patrick's going through that right now. I think he's going to be great. I think Mahomes, I'm with Nick on that. Nick didn't show the Super Bowl numbers. Super Bowl Mahomes hasn't been great yeah, yet. Just one Super but Bowl this MVP, time, sorry. well, I mean, two touchdowns, <laughs> four interceptions. I'm just saying. All right, but I think he'll be fantastic on Sunday. One, I think they'll protect him, Mike, because yeah. and Nick downplays how good their offensive line yeah. is. I know I the Eagles have a great pass rush. It makes Mahomes look better to say, ah, the offensive line is good. It's line. top five in the league. And against the pass, it is the best in the league in terms of pass protection. Right. So I think that they will keep him safe. And then I think they'll be able to run as well against Philly because they're great against the pass, but they're not that great against the run. They're bottom ten on yards they allow per carry. So I think with Pacheco, they'll be able to run and open things up for Mahomes as yeah. well. So I, I do agree with you, Nick, that Mahomes going to have a great game. Mike, can Definitely. I show you this graphic real quick? Yeah. Um, it's about Mahomes' pre-ankle injury and post-ankle injury on how much he was running. He was having about four rushes a game. When he was healthy, it kind of went down. And, of course, he had the great run uh, to seal the game when he you know, drew the penalty. If you were Mahomes and you weren't 100% and you knew you could run, do you do it right away early in the game to put the fear in the Eagles when they're thinking, uh-oh, this guy's more mobile than we yeah. thought? Or do you keep that as a weapon in your back pocket? Like, all right, if I need to, which it feels like he did now, I can get something and they're not expecting it. Now, you let them know right off the gate, I'm here to run it. If I got to pull it down, because when they go back to the sideline and they start dissecting what just happened, Okay, we had three, six passes and three runs, two by Patrick. Now you gotta, you gotta, we gotta change the defense up. We gotta try to contain him some way, somehow, because we know now that's the, sec the third element to his game. And he's looking for receivers downfield, or, you know, he's gonna take off and run it. That's part of what he do. And he's not gonna change that. And we seen, like, the game winning play last week was. You know, and that play he the, made running the football when he was hurt. With the ankle far more injured than it is right, right now. And, and I do want to talk about Mahomes in the Super Bowl for a moment here. Mm -hmm. Because the overall numbers, Brew is correct, even though he always leaves out the rushing touchdown. So he has three touchdowns, four <laughs> interceptions. How, but <laughs> the, here's the deal. Mahomes has played in two Super Bowls. In one of them, at, it's so weird. At the end of it, they, everybody voted on who was the best player of the game, and he won that award. So I, so I would say in one of those Super Bowls, he must have been okay because he literally got the MVP of the game. The other Super Bowl, his numbers were terrible. It was the worst statistical performance of his career. Why did it happen? No offense. Because the other team, the Chiefs had an offensive line issue, and the other team's pass rush annihilated the Chiefs. So in that regard, the Chiefs have been preparing for this exact situation for two years. 
They lost a Super Bowl when they were the, de- the defending champs, a team that lost one game all regular season that Mahomes didn't sit out. As the best team because they couldn't keep Mahomes upright. They've had two years to upgrade the offensive line, two years to make sure that if they were in this situation again, they would have a plan. Not just personnel, but the old Andy Reid screen game coming out. Different things was, you can do to neutralize yeah. the pass rush. And that's one of the reasons that I'm so confident this week is this is the exact path the Bucks took to beating the Chiefs. I think they've learned that lesson. Nick, Nick been doing his research because, I mean, when you look back at that game, that last Super Bowl that they lost, it was all because of what happened in the interior. And Andy, the one thing he will do, he'll give the opposition credit up front. You know, he, he knows that look, they got a spectacular defensive line. But what he's going to do, he's going to negate that. I've been a part of a lot of game plans. My first game with Andy was with was versus the Detroit Lions. They had Adama Sue when he was young, Kyle Vandenbosch and Cliff Averill, and they, like, they was a force to be reckoned with. And we did some things within the offensive Straight line, game, got the ball out, and we was able to have a successful game. Should have run that play with the Indomitian Sue plan against the Bucs when you did that, because I saw yeah. him. Indomitian Sue was yeah. literally punching Mahomes in the face. <laughs> okay, they decided. all decided yeah. that. News yeah. on the Eagles yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coming up after the break, should Jalen Hurts be the Super Bowl MVP favorite? We discuss next, first things first. Yeah. And Chiefs still underdogs. Mahomes. Also the underdog, Uh Jalen Hurts has jumped ahead of Patrick Mahomes for Super Bowl MVP. Brew, we'll start with you. Michael Vick's still here, everybody. Uh, Should Jalen be the MVP favorite? Well, in a vacuum, no. I mean, Mahomes is obviously the better quarterback. I think history would tell us, even though he struggled in last Super Bowl, that he will have a better game than Jalen Hurts because he's Mm -hmm. that much better. But if you think Philly's going to win, and the odds obviously do, then you have to pick Hurts. Now, I know you don't have to be a quarterback to win the MVP, but nine of the last 13, I believe, in the Super Bowl have been quarterbacks, MVPs. For them to win, he's going to have to be great, right? He's going to have to throw it. He's got great receivers. He's going to have to connect with them. And the run game, Mike, will be critical because they're going to have to eat up clock. That's one thing they do. Time of possession, keep it out of Mahomes' hands as much as you can. So if they win, and Vegas thinks they will, then I think Jalen would be the MVP. I think you're right, Ruth. Patrick's going to have to do everything. Like, and not just take away from Kelsey or Juju or Mm -hmm. Darius Toney. It's going to be some guys that's going to step up and make some plays. When when the ball gets into 15 hands, magic is going to happen. And whether he's airing it out, whether he's doing it on the ground, he always seems to amaze us. He's going to be the reason that the Kansas City Chiefs win this football game. And I asked Andy a couple weeks ago, you know, who is your MVP? And he was, obviously, it's Patrick. And for rightfully so, 41 touchdown passes this season. Another 5,000. 5,000 yards, rushed for 500. That's almost 6,000 yards of total offense. And so that's what you're going to get in this Super Bowl. You're going to get Patrick delivering for, on all cylinders. So here's why I think these odds are wrong. Okay. It, it, there is no Super Bowl script, not the script silly Arian Foster thing, but way we could see it going that involves the Chiefs winning, that is not Patrick Mahomes being the MVP. There are a number of Eagles victory scripts where Jalen Hurts is not the MVP of the game. Hassan Reddick is, you know, on a way down the list. Could we see this game flipping on a strip sack and him having a Von Miller-type performance? Sure. They play keep away like you're talking about. Miles Sanders absolutely could have a massive game. If this game is a shootout, I don't think Philly can win it. I don't think Philly can go can win a 35-32 game. If they win, I think it's because it is a low-scoring defensive game, in which case you have to open it up to a defensive player making the biggest play. And that part I think everyone agrees with. And now I'm going to say the part that is going to annoy Kevin Wilds. Okay, here we go. Even the Eagles fans here, don't actually shout out your answer, but the answer is you won't have one. Uh, what's your guys' favorite Jalen Hurts playoff? Oh, see, it's... Well, you know, I'm just curious. Hey, we can go back. We, he scored 31 points on the 49ers. You're like, well, not really. There's a short hold field on, and on. this and that. He threw for 120 yards in that game. He and scored they had 31 200. points. Okay, it's so not that fantasy was, football. No, no, no. Okay, so, so your favorite Jalen Hurts playoff game is a game w. where he had a where he had a Stack 60 quarterback rating. He's not quarterback so, rating. Okay, no. Well, so I'm just curious because we do now have a growing sample of Jalen 
at the collegiate and professional oh level. I'm just telling you where a growing sample of Jalen against the best defenses, not looking like the Jalen that cuts up inferior defenses. We 49ers were the best defense. And he didn't play well. They scored 31 points and won the game. I mean, you playing against the best defense in in NFL. You're not going to go out there and shred them. There's no way you're going to do that. I got so much respect for Jalen's game, this this last game, because he didn't turn the ball over. You look at the games. You look at the game against Kansas City and Cincinnati. The turnovers determine the outcome of the game. If you can go against the best defense and protect the football, you're going to come out on the Nick, others you know, on the other side. His numbers aren't going to wow you. But like Mike said, if he doesn't turn the ball over, throws for 223 yeah. or something, and then maybe scores a touchdown on the ground, one through the air, he'd likely be the MVP if they right. win. Gotcha. Can I, can I, yeah, go ahead. If Jalen Hurts has a mediocre game mm-hmm. and wins the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and is the Super Bowl MVP <laughs> and he would have gone 17-1 and one as a starter, I think it's unfair to be like, you know what? Not impressed. Okay, but that's <laughs> uh, not, I'm with not you, Wiles. No, I'm that's with you fine. on that, Wiles. But what? there's a quarterback right in Hold on one second. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, kind of yeah, but you threw in there, which is somehow he has a mediocre game, but he's the Super Bowl MVP. I don't see that. I don't see how that plays out. I, if, we, if we are being honest, guys, and we, no one has even mentioned this part of it, he is the more injured quarterback. That's true. That part, can we, like, Mahomes, we saw him at his worst, and as far as throwing the football, didn't affect him at all. He, he had the one play where he fumbled it and then couldn't jump on it because he couldn't press off the ankle. That was the only time you really saw it, and he didn't scramble. Jalen, since he hurt his throwing shoulder, has not thrown the ball well. That is not an indictment on him. That's, yeah. just, the, that's just the facts of it. And Jalen, by the way, while Mahomes has said from the very beginning, I'm always, the day after the uh, divisional round, right? Yeah, he was like, I'm playing in the next round. And then he, he's always said he was going to play. Jalen keeps being like, guys, I'm hurt. Well, yeah, like, guys, I'm hurt. locked in. No, I, I'm not knocking him for it. He's being honest about the fact he has a significant injury to his throwing shoulder. And you know how you can tell? Because he has not thrown the ball well since he suffered it. Nick, but here's the reason why Jalen sometimes it don't stand out as him having a spectacular performance. You just said it. He got a run game. He got three running backs, premier running backs that can control the, the pace of the game. He got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And then he got, he got weapons around him. You just think, dump it to him, throw it to him. It's Fair. point, guys. It's easy. It's easy work. And so Patrick got to do a little bit more. It's, there is no Tyreek Hill. There is no game breaker. There is no A.J. Brown. And so when you look at, when you compare and contrast both quarterbacks, one just got to do a little bit more than the other. But Jalen's offense is predicated and centered around him. Brew, any chance for a Jerry West 1969 situation? No. Oh, MVP in a losing performance. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. MVP in a losing performance. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Mike, you sat down with Jalen Hurts. What was the, out of everything that you guys talked about, was there one thing that you came away most impressed uh, with his game or his mindset? Um, just the way he feel about you know, one, his role in terms of production and what he has to bring to the table. Two, his ultimate goal is to make everybody better around him. And, you know, as we had those conversations, I thought back to my years when I played the quarterback position and how I treated my teammates. And I'm like, damn, I'm looking at this, you know, 23-year-old kid and wishing I could have took something away from the way he went about his developmental process and making everybody better around you. And, and so I think that's one of the, the best traits that you can have as a quarterback is to put everybody else before you, but still work as hard as them behind the scenes and lead by example. And just the, the leadership, the maturation process, the maturity was amazing. There's one other thing that we'd be remiss if we didn't say with Vic out here. This is the first Super Bowl ever with two black quarterbacks. And it almost, there are so many great black quarterbacks and it's so normal for teams to have black quarterbacks that we, we haven't really even talked about it much on this show. Mike Vick's one of the founding fathers of black quarterbacking in this league and is one of the guys that made it okay to play a different style of quarterback and that you can win that way. Yeah. And this is a, I don't even, when you think about your legacy, this game with these two teams, that's part of your legacy. Bro. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. First, after the break, stay with us. Oh, thank you.
thank you for joining us. It's a special, special day because, as everyone knows, on Thursday we do the Bud List. It's also the chance for us to read some viewer mail. Yeah. Uh, for the year 2023. They sent it to Arizona? Yes, and, uh, you know, never doubt the U.S. Postal Service. Here's our letter reading music. Oh, okay. Oh, handwritten this time, not typed. Wow. I like it. Does look a little bit like my handwriting, but it's not. <laughs> Dear Wilds, love the show. Thank you. Here's an idea. Why doesn't Brew continue to support Kevin Durant and the good people of Arizona and throw his support behind the Phoenix Suns? Oh, yeah. Sincerely, Ryan and Brian. Well, Brian and Ryan, I do happen to be looking for a team because the, the Brooklyn Nets have disbanded and given up all hope of winning the championship. So I do like the Suns and I do like Kevin Durant and I love Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, let me let me continue the motivation with the bud list at number three, Hassan Reddick. Oh, this is simple to me. If Philadelphia is able to get consistent pressure on Patrick Mahomes, they can win this game. Make him look less than the great quarterback he is. If they can't get pressure, then he is going to pick them apart and lead Kansas City to victory. And the Chiefs, they got a great offensive line. It's a top five offensive line. They are great with pass protection. So it is going to be on Reddick to get his team ready to rush Rush Mahomes like they have all season long. They have had five or more sacks in six of their last eight games. Ooh. He has led the playoffs in sacks. Ooh. He's second in the regular season in sacks. He's had, he's been good the last few years, but this kind of a breakout year. Mm -hmm. So Hassan Reddick has a chance to really submit himself on the big stage of the Super Bowl. Hassan, I believe in you. <laughs> At number two, we got Jalen Hurts. All right, we know it's all about the quarterbacks. And look, you probably heard a little bit of it. It was a hit earlier. But for the last week and a half, Nick Wright, when his head hits the pillow, the way he's allowed himself to get a good night's sleep is to say to himself, Jalen hasn't played well since he injured his shoulder. Jalen hasn't played well since he injured his shoulder. Yes, and you know what? Nick's scared, but he's kind of right. He's kind of right. So, Jalen, get out there. Do your thing. They need you. Look, everybody is saying Philadelphia is better at every position group except quarterback. Mm. All right? So, if you lose, a lot of people, they're not going to point to your receivers who are great. They're going to point to the defense, perhaps, who's great. They're going to point to the quarterback. We didn't get enough from that position. So, Jalen, go out there and do your thing. Also, you got the big contract that might await you. I believe in you. Yes. At number one. <laughs> all right, he's the best quarterback in the oh, league. There Patrick we go. Mahomes, we all know he is already one of the best that we have ever seen. But if he loses this game, he'll be one and two in Super Bowls. Not great. Ooh. Not Brady-esque. Not Joe Montana-esque, oh all right? God. And no one is going to say, ah, oh, you got no pass protection. No one's going to say, oh, some of your receivers, Nicole Hardman, were hurt. No one's going to say Philly was just a better team. They're going to say you're one and two in Super Bowls, and no amount of biased graphics that <laughs> Nick Wright will throw in this show is going to stop people from saying one and two. But, Patrick, you know I got your back. I believe in you. Get it done. You're not going to say that for yourself, bro. I won't say that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That's, uh, I, I love the start with Hassan Reddick. Right? That's a little sexual healing going on right there. we got to get that done. But I'm going to go on the other side of the football. I'm going to go to the Kansas City Chiefs and Chris Jones. We used to call these guys Chris Jones. Guys like that, you know, we call them war daddies. How do you block a war daddy? How do you block a guy that's dominant? You can double team that guy. But Nick Sirianni, he's got a different game plan. You know how he does it? He does it by reading that guy. Not blocking the dude. Making him make a decision, right? And that's where the RPO game comes in. Check this video out. This is how they handled Nick Bosa, one of the premier rushers, one of the premier players in all of football. We don't even block him. Watch the eyes. Look at the eyes. Oh, he fakes it outside. Bam. Sanders for the touchdown. Now on the front side of it. Same exact thing. Nick Bosa down the bottom of your screen. You see him. Nobody's even going to block him. 
What, are, what am I supposed to do? I'm reading. I'm looking. Is it the running back? Is it the back? I go in. We go out. Touchdown, Philadelphia Eagles. One of the things that's unique about this, and one of the things we don't give the credit, uh, the, enough credit to, like uh, guys like Hurts, there is so much on their plate. You know, we think about the drop-back quarterbacks who have to read out progressions one to two to three, right? Read that strong passing triangle. You're talking about a guy who's got to take the ball, snap it, hold off the, uh, the defensive end or whoever you're reading, right? Decide, hey, if he pinches, I pull it out. If he, if he feathers, I give it to the back. Or if he, if he pulls in and the defensive back or the linebacker sucks in, now I get to throw it over the top. There's a lot going on from the neck up in Jalen Hurts' game that we don't give him enough credit for. And this is one of the things that make them absolutely a nightmare to defend. Great call. And it's got to be a blow to the ego, too. When you're a great player and they're not even blocking you, right? Yeah. You start, what, what is going on? So I love that Chris Jones was obviously huge, huge uh, two weeks ago against yep. Cincinnati. Good I got to tell you, Stink, I'm incredibly confident about this game. I did not enjoy watching that video and seeing them torture Nick Bosa. All right, I am adding to the list. Everyone's favorite mean mugging coach, Nick oh. Sirianni. Oh. Okay. Hey, you guys remember these coaching legends who, much like Nick Sirianni, very early in their coaching career, made a Super Bowl? Okay. The likes of Bobby Ross. Who can forget Jim Fossil? What about the great Mike Marks? You guys remember Bill Callahan? What about Ken Wisenhunt? Whatever happened to him? Dan Quinn. I bring those people up because just in my lifetime, they're all people who got to a Super Bowl really early. It's like, oh, next great young coach, next great coaching prodigy. And then in that Super Bowl, they got their lunch eaten oh, okay. by a better coach and a better team. And it was like, oh, that was the pinnacle. Now, those people, luckily, Brew, didn't give the other team extra ammunition by making their own ego a part of the story. But Nick Sirianni, Philly till he dies, has decided the team's going to take on it. Seen many pictures, many videos of Andy Reid in his 30 years coaching, finding the sky cam to do that look. But who knows? Wow. To each their own. So hey, Nick Sirianni, you can go be the next great young coach, or you can call up Jim or Mike Mertz and see what he's been up to, or oh, Ken Wilson on her. Wow. Yeah. So we'll Nick, see. You know the bud list is about motivation, and that did not for sound me, inspirational. I have to give you a demerit for that one. Okay. A demerit. A demerit. Uh, all right. I'm going to run the anchor leg on the bud list, and this is a personal one for us. Because as everyone knows, first things first on Super Bowl Monday, we're calling it Must See Monday, yeah. is gonna be a treat for the audience. Absolutely brutal for you and I, my friend. Either way this goes. So I'm putting Kevin Wilds and Chris Broussard onto the bud list. If the Chiefs win, this guy's gonna be unsufferable. Yes. If the Chiefs lose, I don't even know. Is he gonna show up? I don't know. We might have to do it ourselves. So Broussard and I are on the bud list. Nick, we need you even keeled. Even keeled. Not too high, not too low. Come in Monday, like the you know Chiefs, what? Good game. The Chiefs are gonna win, Brew. And I'm going to literally be hanging from the rafters. Okay. Levitating above the sky. You'll be a bear. Yeah. Uh, we're talking KD after the break. Give it up for Broussard and the wonderful buzz list, everybody. It is the home of the Super Bowl. It is the new home of Kevin Durant as well. Kevin Durant, now a Phoenix Sun. Brooklyn, now in a total rebuild. Let's take a look at KD's resume with the Nets. Brew, you might not want to see this. You can avert your eyes. 145 games played. Good record when he played. 155 missed. We're counting the whole season that he had his Achilles. Games with Kyrie, 87. Games with that big three, 16. So, not great. Uh, Nick, yeah. now that KD is on the Suns, who does this put the most pressure on? Kevin Durant by 100 miles. This, I, I applaud KD for wanting this because I actually think he would have been able to play carefree yep. and with no pressure, and, he, and he's very adamant. He just wants to play basketball, and he is one of the most gifted players we've ever seen. And I say that gifted almost sounds like it was given to him. Yeah, he, he was, his height was given to him, but his skill he developed, his shooting he developed, he's a craftsman, and he is... While the injuries the last few years have shown his age, 
That's the only thing that's shown his age. He is playing this year. He was playing as well as I've ever seen him. Shooting 56% or something, mostly on jumpers. But now, Brew, he finds himself in a position where if they do not win at least the West, folks are going to come for him in a way that they never were going to in Brooklyn because he had a built-in excuse in not only Kyrie, but also there isn't shame in losing to Giannis because Giannis is considered a transcendent player. Now, I think Luke is as well, but people don't look at the Mavs the way I do. Now, losing to Kyrie and Luka, and Luke is younger, all of that. Brew, if they go out in round two, which KD has not been past round two since he was a warrior, Folks are going to look at this half decade of his career as a total unmitigated disaster. And so I think all the pressure's on Durant. I think he's, if he's healthy, he's good enough to rise to it, but I don't know who else it could be on. No, I agree with a lot of that. And the thing is, when he went to Brooklyn, the narrative was he needs to prove he can win it without this super stacked team, yep. right? This presents him a great opportunity because the team is stacked. But they, they, would, they didn't have a chance, really, of winning it without KD. You right? and I both said their window was closed. Remember? Right, with right. The, so, so Golden State, people think they could have won it yeah. without him. They did win it without him. Yeah. And Phoenix, not the case. So he, he has a great opportunity. That's, uh, you said a lot of good stuff. But I'm going to go Chris Paul. Yeah. Because Chris Paul has had so many opportunities. All right, Lob City was a great team. Yeah. Never got him past the second round. <laughs> Goes to Houston. They're up 3-2 on, on Golden State with KD, and he gets hurt, yep. all right? And then the next year, they're 2-2, and KD gets hurt, and it's Steph and Clay against Harden and CB3, and CB3 can't deliver. Yep. And then Phoenix is up 2-0 in the finals. We all thought this is Chris Paul going to finally get his championship, we all. and he falls. Mr. Consistency <laughs> And the then last year, your boy, he Chris just melted against Luka. All of them melted, all right? Yeah. And so he is generally viewed as a top five point guard. Well, let's look at the other top fives. Magic championships, Steph championships, Isaiah championships, Oscar championship. He's got to move himself from that Stockton. Even Jason Kidd, as an older player, helped guide the the Mavericks to a championship over the Miami Heat. So this is a chance. And Nick, they're just as stacked for for CB3 as they are for KD. So he has a chance to really get that ring. You don't buy the CP3 legacy that he made every single team much better. I mean, that's cute. But at the end of the day, it's about jewelry. Nickel sing that. No, he's a – Listen, he made every, no, everywhere he went. All of a sudden, the thunder was It's about Simple the jewelry, man. baby. He's a count the rings guy. Yeah. I mean, he claims he's not. What, but do, we, Wiles, what, do, you, what do you do? You play to win the game, right? Uh, it's right. a win's count, Listen, Nick. I think, I think that – here's the thing. Tell, your list went Magic, Steph, Isaiah, Oscar, Chris. That was it? Well, I, I, I mean, those are in the top yeah. five generally. I yeah. guess I would say this. Even if they win the title, I don't think he jumps. Probably put Oscar ahead. No, he doesn't jump him. But my point but is, he, some don't even think he's in that five. Oh, well, I, those people saying? don't know what they're talking about. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. He's better player than John Stockton. He's better, right. better player than Gary Payton. He's, we don't have to oh, relitigate yeah. that stuff. Have, Here, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you about Devin Booker. Go oh, sure. Okay. Go ahead, ask me. So I'm, I'm waiting for Devin Booker to make the leap. I've seen Devin Booker be heralded that Devin Booker is great, and I know he's been hurt. But I'm waiting. Like I feel like Ja has leaped over. Devin Booker. A lot of guys are like, when's Devin Booker going to be who we thought Devin well, Booker he was, was the best. going Listen, to be? Listen, here's the thing. I, in defense of Booker, he was, uh, he was the best player. Uh, CP3 was the leader, but he was the best player on a team that made the finals. And I know nobody cares about making, you know, winning rounds of the playoffs but me. But I do. I think that is at least something of an accomplishment. But I also don't think... Devin Booker is good enough in today's NBA with this level of talent to be the best player on a champion. Uh So I think maybe he will be one day, but I actually don't see it. I I don't think Devin Booker is – like, Devin Booker needs to be a little better to be Jason Tatum, and we don't yet know that Tatum 
can be the best player on a champion. We know Tatum, like Booker, can be the best player on a finalist, mm. but not a champion. This is why it's perfect for Phoenix. Everyone's in the role they need to be in. Katie's your best guy who doesn't have to lead. Booker's a, a way overqualified second best right. player. Aiton is a way overqualified fourth option, and Chris Paul can orchestrate. So all of that works for them, which is why to circle back and for KD, there is so much pressure on him. And the, I think everyone acknowledges, Brew, that Chris Paul's in a different phase of his career now. Like, I don't think people look at Chris Paul, he's got to carry you. I think people saw that he kind of hit the cliff yeah, and now. Carry, but he's been close enough and had teams that were good enough to win championships. And just, and a lot of it's his fault that they haven't delivered. So I, I do think there's that pressure. But with Booker, Booker's challenge, will, and KD, like, people talk about, well, they only got half a season to fit him in. But KD is one of those superstars that's seamless, right, because he doesn't need to dominate the ball. He can catch and shoot, couple dribbles, basket. The challenge for Booker will be, and I don't know that Devin even, this will be a challenge within him, but for a lot of players, you're now the second scorer. Like, Kevin Durant is better than Devin Booker, and Booker might acknowledge that historically, but does he think at this moment in time that KD is better? And will he be able to accept because Chris, even if people thought CB3 might have been better, CB3 is giving you 16, 17 points, and he's distributing. KD's going to go out there and get 30, and is Devin going to be fine with another guy leading his way in scoring and me getting 25? So I think that'll be the challenge for him. You know what I'd like to see? I'll be very quick here. Because the Suns, in addition to losing Mikael Bridges' defense, they lost a lot of their three-point shooting. KD... Oddly, doesn't shoot enough threes. You and I have talked yeah, about this. Like, he's crazy efficient despite taking the worst shots in basketball contested long twos. I wonder if Monty can get him to take an extra step out and get him to you know, bomb from three at a higher volume. Well, because Cause, cause they, they're a mid-range team as well. I know, but they lost a lot Devin, of their three-point shooting now. Three, yeah. And so I think that would be an interesting wrinkle to it. Good job. Uh, coming up after the break, we've got Nick's medals and a brand new podcast read. Next, first things oh first. My God. Welcome back to the show. If you missed any of today's show or want to take it on the go, be sure to subscribe to the First Things First podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the only podcast that has coaching sports analysis, and every episode we solve a crime. Oh, I'm telling you, it's big in the audio space. <laughs> Metal time. Sacramento in Houston. Oh, it's our daily dose of Shingoon. Got it. Oh, <laughs> what? Like no, that. I, I, you know what? Honestly, it's a different video. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Shingoon is still in it's there. It's on the court. Uh, Green that's... has 41. And uh, but not enough to make a medal. Yeah, and the Rockets blew that in epic fashion. Bronze medal. We go to Bam. Bam out of bio. 38 on just 16 shot attempts, nine rebounds, and a win over the formerly frisky Indiana Pacers. Bronze medal for Bam. Silver medal time. Silver medal goes to De'Aaron Fox. And I'll be honest, the Kings had no business winning this game. Yep. It's almost like the Rockets lost it intentionally. I know what? they didn't, but that actually makes it more embarrassing. Houston's own De'Aaron Fox comes back to Houston. He leads the NBA in clutch points. And then, speaking of clutch, Dame time. 33, 10, and 11 over what used to be Brew's Warriors. But Brew is a wandering eye when it comes to his favorite teams. And he has now moved on from the Warriors to the new hotness Phoenix Suns. Excited to see who will be Brew's team come May. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Uh, Super Bowl coverage. Starts 1 p.m. on Sunday. We've moved from the desk to this lovely field. I'm going to run a few routes, show Nick the route tree that I learned for flag football. But right now we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Nick, yeah. more likely Mahomes has an epic game or, and Dusty wrote this question, a dud. Can just I a, ask you a question, Wilds? we're here game. at the Super Bowl. Yes. We're on this field. This is our first segment we've ever done standing up. I know. And you asked me the dumbest question you, you ever tall. asked. You're on what an you, apple box. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Now you can no longer say I'm 5'6". Do you, do you think there's any chance he has a dud? Of course not. I don't really. Of course uh, not. Any, a dud. A dud? I'm worried about the pressure. 
The Eagles are, are literally the 85 Bears. Okay, they're so literally not. Well, they, no, they have a lot of sacks. Symbolically. Can I, so here's my question. Don't you think the Chiefs and Andy Reid are aware of the Eagles' sacks? That they, they're aware that this is what they do? Don't you think there's going to be a game plan for it? So if you, I'm not guaranteeing an all-time performance, but if there's two doors to walk through, Brew, he's awful or he's amazing, you'd have to be a total doofus to say awful. Well, look, I think there's a small chance he doesn't play well. I never think he's going to be awful, right? Mm -hmm. you, I, we hardly, really haven't seen him be awful. Mm -hmm. So I am with Nick. I think he has a wonderful game. That, that's the best chance that he has a masterpiece. He wins the MVP. He leads them to the Super Bowl championship. And there are many dynasties. It's many. Okay. And en route to a real dynasty. I also think he's going to have an epic game. So let's go the other way rather yeah. than be negative. Sure. How good do you think it could be? Well, so here's the Give thing. Me your ultimate. Really put your chest so out. So here's what I think is interesting. Who are the four best teams in football this year? The, in no order. Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, Bengals. All agree, correct? They played the Niners. Yeah, the he threw for 400 yep. and had a 136 rating. Good. He played the Bengals. He threw for 300 on one leg, had a 110 rating, I think, two touchdowns, no picks. So the only team, he's, he's a game away from the trifecta of beating all the other best teams in football. He's averaging 370 yards against the Niners and the Bengals. 370 feels right. Ooh. Rushing and passing Ooh. combined. I think he's going to have it like He's going to have about 40 yards rushing. Wow. I love that over. You know what I think, bro? 375. I believe in him a little bit more. Oh, Maybe I'm the like Mahomes that. guy on the show. All right. uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Speak is up next. Hey, go deep. Have a great Thursday. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Wild City. Go ahead. Go ahead.